nice one. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I hope everyone's had a nice Christmas and a nice end of 2018. And now we're looking towards 2019. And it looks like it's going to be a good one. A good movie year. Yeah. So far, far what we found. Only a movie year, not like a life no. year. Obviously. (laughs) Good year in politics. (laughs) So we thought today we would talk about movies that we look forward to in 2019. And maybe some movies we don't look forward to in 2019. Yeah, we are quite certain they're not going to be good. But we're going to go through them separately. Yeah. So do you want to kick off this little list so should I do the movies I want to watch or the movies I don't want to watch? Let's start with the ones we want to watch. Okay. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's easier. Like, one of the films on the top of my list is the new Tarantino movie. Ah. Once Upon a Time in... Hollywood. Exactly. As a little note, we tried to record this episode just before Christmas, and we had everything planned and settled and everything. The mic was plugged in and everything snacks beers but then i started feeling really really ill i became pale then i was like what the hell is happening and then we kind of figured that i had taken this kind of vaccine before because i was going to india in january and uh, that was kind of kicking in and it wasn't the food i made (laughs) no it wasn't so we kind of this is this is the re this is a new try to make that episode try number two yeah and if this goes wrong then, <laughs> then I think the universe is telling us something. Don't do this don't episode. Do I've actually tried to... I watch a lot of Kubrick movies. Yeah. And I've tried to watch the movie Lolita so many times. <laughs> but every time I do, something happens. I try to legally download it. And it wouldn't have the right language on. It would be just in Italian. or oh, really? And I couldn't fix it. <laughs> and then I bought the... Uh, the Kubrick set of Blu-rays. Mm. And I was like, finally, I'll get to watch Lolita. Put the disc in. And it doesn't work. All the other movies work, except the Lolita Blu-ray. So I think I'm not supposed to watch Lolita or something. Maybe it's like you have a, some kind of spirit Maybe, trying yeah. to not make you The universe it. will implode if I see it, because something. I'll see myself as a time traveler in it. Yeah, mm. Or you get some answers to your life or something. Well, yeah. It's like... I don't want to get answers to my life in the movie Lolita. I think that's the <laughs> issue. <laughs> but it's weird. It's weird. I mean, it's super weird. <laughs> Let's go back to your one of the most anticipated films. So you said mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, the new Tarantino movie. As a teenager, you know, Kill Bill 2 was one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Is my I remember maybe us watching, watching a lot of yeah. Tarantino. I think that he's probably... One of the reasons we, we became friends, I think. Because exactly. we watched, we watched of, yeah, a lot of Tarantino movies. Films. But I haven't really cared for his latest movies. And I think this happens with a lot of directors. That they start out really good when they maybe don't have so much say in their movies. They get help from productions. Mm-hmm. But then when they're famous big directors, they get to do stuff their own way. And I'm sure Tarantino mm-hmm. did stuff his own way before as well. So I don't know what's the problem in his case. But I just haven't cared... For mm-hmm. his latest movies. The Hateful Eight. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like, like it Mm-mm. that much. And the Nazi one, I guess, was alright. Inglourious Bastards. Yeah. Yeah, that one's epic. Didn't care so much for Django. I kind of liked it. But I cared the least for Hateful Eight. So I'm not sure mm-hmm. it could have Nothing been a played. Happened. Yeah. 
But I'm hoping, because this is about Manson, which I think both of us find really interesting and would watch mm. anything Manson related. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, my hopes for it are high. Yeah, same here. I remember when we drove to Gothenburg five hours and we were listening to this, I think it was 10 episodes or something, yeah. a podcast of, uh, about the Manson murders. Five hours worth of... Like Wait, no, no yeah. one spoke in the car. We just listened to this podcast. Yeah, we ate. We ate it up. That, that was like a good. I'm glad that car trip was that long, mm. so we could listen to it. Mm. Uh, and that was about like the culture around Hollywood. It's we should maybe say what <laughs> podcast it was. You should remember this. They're serious on Hollywood around mm. Manson. Mm. Super good. Yeah, so that's one of my top movies for 2019. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do one now? Yeah. When I heard about this, I was super excited. So, Lords of Chaos. Apparently, we, we got mixed dates, but uh, the most reliable one is probably 29th of March uh, this year. So, this film is basically about this band called Mayhem and all these kind of uh, famous black metal uh, characters that were active in Oslo uh, in the 90s. And there was some 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 band member killed himself and the other band member found him and then he took pictures and that became the album cover for the next yeah. album. And they've sold as well, like mm. some parts of him as a So basically he shot himself so that his friend found a piece of his skull right. and put it in the record store of that was called Helvete. So they had it behind some kind of glass thing and that was uh, apparently very shocking. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this film it looks really good the reviews have been really good yeah Um, and it's an interesting subject yeah definitely and also the actors that are going to be in this film Rory Culkin so Mr. Home Alone's brother Uh is going to be Euronymous I can see him as a kind of black metal but then again I'm thinking shouldn't they be Norwegian actors shouldn't they be there is some John Øygarden. And isn't one of the guys who was in Barcelona Mayhem Swedish? Yeah, they had some Swedish connections. I don't know all the details about it. But, but also what's super interesting about this is that it's directed by Jonas Åkerlund. He's basically known for making music videos, mostly. Yeah. Like in the 90s, I don't know, early 2000s, he basically made every single music video that you saw on MTV. And I saw that he had some other spun, which is a movie he made. I haven't seen any of them, I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's mostly done music videos. Yeah. Here's the film called Spun, which has, what's her face in it? Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Christ. She died of she? mold poisoning. Oh my God. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Mold poisoning. Yeah. Some kind of Sounds pneumonia b- b- because of mold. That was a couple of years ago. Or that's what the, they said it was. <laughs> Conspiracy. Who knows? Well, um, he, he directed, I guess, he was... A part to make lemonade. He's he's done tons of stuff for Beyonce and Rammstein, mm. and so he seems like the perfect guy to make the movie about about mayhem members. Yeah, but it's got really good reviews. So I'm super excited about this. Cool. So should we do next one? Next yep. movie we look forward to. Should, shall I pick one? Pick one. Then uh, Beach Bum, oh. Harmony Corinne's new movie. Yes. Matthew McConaughey plays. Beach bum. (laughs) (laughs) Is he the main character? Yeah, I guess he's the... Well, I don't know. But he seems to be the main character. And the, like, images of the movie seem interesting. Kind of reminiscence of Harmony Corinne's later. Spring Breakers. 
Mm-hmm. It seems to be in the same kind of spirit as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, colorful. So what? What's the what's the kind of plot? An ir- irreverent comedy about the misadventures of Moondog, a rebellious stoner and lovable rogue who lives large. But I think as any Harmony Korine movie, it doesn't really matter what the plot is because there probably won't be no. a plot at all. The Spring Break has kind of had. That was the most Hollywood-ish <laughs> yeah, film. Maybe, yeah. Another one that I'm looking forward to is Us, mm. which is kind of follow-up on uh, Get Out, which I really liked. And this is this this involves a family, not one person. It's basically they go to a beach, this family, and then weird stuff starts happening. They kind of see their doppelgangers or yeah. things like that. And then it becomes really uh, creepy, and the trailer looks super good. Yeah, the tra- I like their use of music mm. in the trailer. Yeah, so that that one I'm really looking forward to. And it's made by Jordan Peele. K.M. Peele? Yes. Your turn. Then I'll say Midsummer or Midsommar. <gasps> yes. By R.A. Astor, who of course did Hereditary. Um, let's say we are we live in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're sitting right now. So it's extremely exciting that R.A. Astor will be making a movie that takes place in Sweden. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, unfortunately, he won't actually film it here. But it's about uh, a young couple that travels to Sweden to go and visit friends in a rural town. And then they attend this midsummer festival, which is a thing in Sweden. Mm -hmm. You do have midsommar, which is like kind of the summer Christmas. Mm. Like it's almost equally important as Mm. Christmas. You drink and you dance around this kind of pagan maple. Is that what it's called, right? Maple. Maple. Mm. Uh, not maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> you dance around maple syrup. Well, what they think is an idyllic retreat descends into something bizarre, and there's violence and pagans. So I'm thinking it's uh, Swedish Wicker Man, mm. maybe. Finally, I don't know. finally, they make a Nordic pagan horror. Yeah, That's, uh, it's made to become a horror film. Like exactly. It's... They should do that more. Yeah. So that's one I'm looking forward to. And I'm sending the ball back to you. Oh, thank you so much. So another film I'm looking forward to is The Lighthouse. Mm. If it will be released 2019. We don't know. There's no There's no certain date anywhere to be found. But the cool thing with this is that it's directed by Robert Eggers, who mm-hmm. we know made The Witch, which is also uh, one of at least my top three. I think it was horror films. Bo- both of ours. Top movies when mm. it came out that year. Yeah. And the cool thing with this is that it's been filmed with equipment only from the 1940s, which is quite mm-hmm. cool. It's a black and white film. And it's about this guy who is a lighthouse keeper and lives in the 20th century Maine. William Defoe plays him? Yeah. And Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Um, there's not much to... There's not mu- much information about this. But if, if he keeps the same style as he did in The Witch, then... Um, all in. Yeah. I think he's a bit of a history nerd, so it doesn't surprise me that he would mm. film it in this way. And, but I'm a little bit disappointed because the first rumor or the first thing he said was that he was going to remake Nosferatu mm. with William Defoe, which mm-hmm. sounds very cool. I don't know if he would use William Defoe, but that was the rumor. Mm. But then now it seems like this lighthouse movie is what's actually being produced. So I don't know if he will wait to make Nosferatu. Mm. If it's, like, scratched altogether, or if we will see. Mm. 
him making it. Because I think that's a movie he he could really make well. Mm. The Lighthouse is Nosferatu. <sighs> Mind blown. Oh my god. That would be such a twist. That'd be a twist. He's like, no, I'm not making... But I feel like the worst place for a vampire to live would be in a lighthouse, <laughs> right? But maybe if the guy lives in a lighthouse, but then he sees this mountain with the castle where Nosferatu is. But you would... Yeah, maybe. It doesn't have to be about the lighthouse. I don't know. I don't know. We'll I'm just, see. I'm just we'll thinking see. out loud. I'm thinking it's out good. loud here. But if it turns out that it is Nosferatu, <laughs> then kudos to Martina for calling it. Yeah. <laughs> cracking the conspiracy. Nightcrawler was one of my favorite movies. I loved it. And the writer and director, Dan Gilroy, is soon getting his newest movie released on Netflix, Velvet Buzzsaw. Mm. I think it will be in some select theaters, unfortunately. I don't think we'll have a chance to see it in the cinema here in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Which is for shame, because it looks amazing. Yeah. It, it's about this um, kind of art gallery, and Jake Gyllenhaal is like one of the managers, I guess, yeah. of the art gallery. And then there's some artist that starts putting up his work. I think he's dead, and they find his old paintings. Oh, right. and it seems like the the paintings take revenge on people who choose money over their art. Mm. So like corrupt artists and gallery owners. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a revenge, or right. how would you say? And also, um, Tony Collette is in it, which is always a good sign. After her hereditary role, I found new respect for her. Yeah, on a different level now. And she seems very hot. Like when we watched a few trailers for what's coming out in 2019, and Tony Collette seems to be in a lot of movies. Yeah, she's super active now. Yeah, which is very cool. So, but this movie, about Bassa, I will definitely be watching. And when I saw the trailer, I got super excited. Yeah. I know some people don't like watching trailers, and a lot of them do ruin the movie. But I can't help myself. I get no. excited about a movie, and I just have to see the trailers. You need inspiration. Yeah. And reasons to look forward. Like Otherwise, we'll all just kill ourselves. If we have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> you need excitement in the of the future. Yeah. But I always, always, when I put aside films... In a list, in a little note list, I always forget about them. And then all of a sudden I see a poster. So I'm like, oh no, that film is out Yeah, now. We need to make like a calendar. with. I do put reminders in my calendar. We need an app to bus when, when the movie's coming out. Yeah, there should be some way of notifying. There probably is. Oh, there's a lot of, there's lettered boxed. Yeah, but does it give you... I, I, there's no like active reminders, unfortunately. Okay, so there I is think. there is no solution for this. No, so we should make this. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to the Joker film that's coming out. Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix. It, it looks interesting. It looks very interesting. But I'm a bit worried about the director. <laughs> yeah, the director is a bit of a red flag. He's directed Hangover. I don't know all the Hangover. I think he did films. all of them, <laughs> <laughs> which is very random. Um, so this film is basically about how the Joker came to be and his kind of life as a stand-up comedian. Uh, oh, which then... Was he a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Huh. And then his life took a different turn. Makes sense, For I the guess. worse. Um, or did it? Was it for the worse? I mean, is he living his the best version of himself? Well, I think, yeah, 
probably he's probably really happy with his life. Yeah, I think we shouldn't be so judgy. I mean, if no, that's his decision to live right. his life you're like he wants right. to. Never judge. No, uh, but I like the cover art because it's very simplistic. Yeah, it looks like a seventies. It's a seventies movie, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's coming out in October of this year. So another movie I am I know we're both looking forward to mm. and especially after seeing the trailer are super excited about Men in Black International. Yes. <laughs> it looks, <laughs> so, looks good. so good. <laughs> <laughs> that looks so promising. I'm seeing that in 4D. <laughs> yeah, in Uppsala. Yeah, that that looks, I like that they it seems to have a lot of like the first movie. It's fun, lighthearted mm. comedy. Yeah, it's something that kids will like and I guess older kids like you and I will like. Mm. It's kind of the same category as Ghostbusters in a way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like that Tor. I forgot yeah. his... Chris Hemsworth. Yes. He's funny. Yeah. I like him. So who's playing the main characters? Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Oh, yeah. And I also appreciate the fact that it's not a uh, Will Smith and what's his face. It's uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Right. So they won't... It's not like a new version of that kind of Men in Black, where it's those two main characters, like the mm. other, what was it, the third one and the second one was. Mm. This is a, kind of a side, like a side story, what to spin off. All oh, right. So it's two new main characters that are in the Men in Black, MIB. International. International. Well, shouldn't there be another name that's more international, like for space? Intergalactic? Yeah, intergalactic, because that's really what it's about, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of other films that we are looking forward to. Um, I know you have a very extensive list. Uh, yeah, I have a few more, but I'll just go through them quickly. Jojo Rabbit from Taiki Waititi, uh, who one? made What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is about a young boy who sees an in... <laughs> who has a, like a, what do you call it, a secret friend or imaginary friend that's Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, not. It's Hitler. That's not Caucasian. So that it just sounds interesting. I'm not going to yeah, say anything no, more. Sounds... I think that's enough for for that movie. <laughs> and then as well, Shazam, which is directed by Di- David F. Sandberg, who did the the Light Outs movie. Right. And that short film was good, but I didn't think the feature actual film. feature film was that good. Uh, so so far, and I haven't seen him make that good stuff. He did Annabelle Creation, which also wasn't very good. Mm. But I'm thinking maybe comedy could be his thing. So we'll see, because it looks funny. Yeah, so it's like a superhero film. Yeah. Like a teenage boy who... Reminds me of Big. Yeah. And then we have Happy Death Day 2. Happy Death Day 1, even though it wasn't really a horror movie, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was Mm. an entertaining flick. So I'm looking forward to the follow-up of that. And then we have Toy Story 4. Yes. Which I think a lot of people will be seeing. Zombieland 2 is coming out. All right. And there's a remake of Child's Play. That one, that one, I really hope is good. Like, I, I don't want them to ruin it. No. And we've had all this, like, I love, I like the recent Chucky movies. I think yeah. they're funny. And I'm thinking this one won't be as funny as the mm. ones we've seen. Yeah. Uh, Seed of Chucky and the likes. Cult of Chucky is the best. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I think I still think Seed of Chucky is my favorite <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Chucky movie. <laughs> and then we have, of course, It. Yeah. The second part. Mm. Godzilla. That one I don't know. Godzilla has let me down so many times. It has. But I think the director who made Trick or Treat and who made... Krampus. Krampus. Uh, 
I think you could, we could make this right. Mm. Let's see. I'm, I'm my hopes. Let's keep our thumbs up. Yeah. Fingers crossed and thumbs up. Don't be negative. No negative Let's see. Uh, and then, of course, Captain Marvel looks cool. Mm-hmm. Mostly because Brie Larson's in it. And also a good action flick. Yeah. Always nice to see in cinemas. But that's what I what I have so far. I'm sure we'll have more on our list as the months go by. Yeah. I think we we need to talk about the films that we don't look forward to. And yeah. The ones that we, we can bet a hundred and trillion euros on. That is going to be bad. It's going to be shit. So first up, we have Alita, Battle Angel. But you know what I've heard now? Because we were talking about this. This movie looks so fucking horrible. Uh, but now, actually, the test audiences have really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's skip that one. <laughs> so I don't know. But I mean, when I watched the trailer, I wanted to vomit. Uh, I think it looks really horrible. So one film that comes to mind as the not very exciting film is Dumbo. Oh. Which is taking this sweet, sweet film and just CGIing the shit out of it. It looks like the greatest showman was the main inspiration for the new Dumbo. Yeah. It's... And I, I saw 10 minutes of the greatest showman, and then I turned it off. I didn't want to watch it from the beginning. We were like, let's try. Let's just try mm. to watch it. It did not work. I could not see through that movie. No, I've never even tried because I felt that no it's not for me it's not it's not for you it's not for anybody (laughs) but it was praised so much i don't understand but dumbo looks really bad like even the new aladdin looks better than dumbo it seems like completely different Mm. labels made those movies yeah they they made the elephant so cartoonish yeah not not even if they do cgi and everything is realistic and you know at least make the elephants realistic, not make it into like this uh, weird, like some it kind seems of plush like toy. A really, a movie for young young kids. Like a but Beanie Dumbo's baby. like a ki- kind of horrible story. Yeah, and the kids in the movie—they're this like really porcelain dolls, you know, mm. white rushed. small kids that I don't know. Yeah. I just I don't like it. It's too polished. It's a real burning piece of heard in a trash can yeah strong words strong words but it's that's how we feel i'm sure they won't have the crows in it no or the drunk scene because that's that's not appropriate it's not appropriate it was in the 40s when the first one was made so the other one that were kind of linked to this one is lion king yeah why though? Why would they make? Why did they? Why? Make it, why are they making so many of them? <laughs> they take every single Disney hit and make that into a CGI. But the thing is that now they're maybe. gonna in this if they're making them this fast, they're gonna run out of old Disney movies. So mm. maybe then we'll get to see some new Disney movies. I <laughs> so don't let know. let them run their course and yeah. destroy film by film, let, and let's, let's ignore them. We can get it out of their system. Yeah, just get it over with. And then we can move on. Like, to be fair, the Beauty and the Beast could have been better. Uh, I hate that they had non-musically trained actors in it. Like, what's her face from Harry Potter? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She can't sing. Like, I'm sure she can't. She's not a terrible singer. But she's not a musical artist. Mm. And I, it's such a shame that they didn't use actual people who could be in a musical in it. And I, I'm sorry, but I don't see her as Belle. No, me neither. That's true. I've never, yeah. I don't know, but I don't like her as an actor either. So Yeah, I'm not a big, big fan either. Yeah. Sorry, all Emma Watson fans. 
But to be fair, I only recently watched the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> what? The end. Yeah. You haven't seen them? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, as a kid, I was reading the books. And I was like in th- halfway through the third book when the first movie came out. Mm. And I watched the first movie and it ruined the books for me completely. I had such a different vision in my mm. head. Like, for me, Harry Potter was this really, like, kind of... Well, I'm very horror. (laughs) I like horror, so it was very dark and, like, brutal and, you know, more like Sabrina, the new Sabrina series, that kind of witchery in my vision. So I saw the first movie, and it just completely, completely ruined it for me. (laughs) So I hadn't been watching the Harry Potter movies because I was a little bit (laughs) upset with them. (laughs) But now I watched them, and I think the last ones... They're getting darker yeah, they and darker. Were, they were good, yeah. yeah. So they kind of they kind of end up there, maybe. Yeah. Like they compared to the vision you had. Exactly. With the, with it came closer, film. yeah. But in the beginning, it was like Disney. Kids. Yeah. But also, J- it's weird how J.K. Rowling is kind of going on with this weird Twitter uh, posts now. Yeah. About like facts about the wizards and them taking shits on the floor and. What? Like, yeah. Like really, they I don't poop know. On the floor. Yeah. I mean, she. Okay? she I don't know. But she, I think she wants to revive the franchise that ha- has kind of, you know. Yeah, and she wants to be like PC, so she's like, oh yeah, that that wizard's gay. Yeah, uh, that, that was- wizard is. Or you can't just like go afterwards and just yeah, make everything okay. Does. Just write it in the book if you're gonna have it as a yeah, thing. Yeah, you had your chance. I think it's to to draw attention to the franchise. Absolutely. But she's kind of closed that lid now. It's and she bo- wants to. It's fine, like when there was one thing changing, but if she's gonna change a lot of things. Mm. then maybe take a chill pill write write another book yeah if you have so much to say yeah make it into a book there's this like a dog's way home and these kind of stupid movies coming out but are still probably going to be fun to see that's one of my guilty pleasures like pop star air bud (laughs) and all this like animals doing human things have you have i thought about this one day have you noticed that the miming cgi animals are kind of gone i think that was a 90s thing I haven't seen oh. like. Well, there was this one with the cat, Nine Lives, where what's his face who got accused of sexual harassment, who was in Which House one? of Cards? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I think it's Kevin Spacey that talks like he dies and he's the house cat. What? <laughs> yeah, it's called Nine Lives. I didn't see <laughs> it, but it got really his, bad reviews. That was his final <laughs> film. <laughs> let, let me fact check this real quick. Kevin Spacey, Tom Brand, is a billionaire whose workaholic lifestyle takes him away from his loving wife, Lara, and adorable daughter, Rebecca. (laughs) Needing a present for Rebecca's 11th birthday, Brand buys a seemingly harmless cat from a mysterious pet store. Suddenly, a bizarre turn of events. This is combining two of my favorite movie genres. Uh, Animal movies and uh, switching bodies. (laughs) 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 the owner of the business tells him that he has one week to reconnect with his family or (laughs) live out the rest of his days as a cute and furry feline named Mr. Fuzzy Pants (laughs) that sounds pretty good well now that you know what Kevin Spacey did I think this movie is kind of twisted (laughs) no I don't I can't imagine that being his proudest Oh, okay. achievement! And this has the hot score of fourteen percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> a solid, solid score. <laughs> so, other than Nine Lives, there's other films that we look forward to. Yeah, and Nine Lives came out 
to be fair, several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, our list of movies for 2019 is longer. There's a lot of, that we forgot to mention, but we don't have time for that now. And I think we'll be talking about these movies anyways, because we will be watching them. Yeah, and reporting back to Exactly. So I found this clip um, this week about... It's called uh, The Therapist for Alien Abduction Victims. Uh, it's by Vice. And it's kind of a documentary about basically people who believe they have been ad- abducted by aliens and need to process their trauma with a therapist. She would sit there, listen to these victims, talk about their experiences, help them process this... Um, and it's a very interesting documentary, I would say. You, you can see that these people are very upset by the things they've seen. They cry, I don't know, some kind of post... Like PTSD from PTSD. nightmares. I think like all of these, you can explain away 90% of the experiences as sleep, paraly- paraly- sleep paralysis. Yeah. But does she believe that it's actually aliens abducting them? That's the thing. I think she does. Maybe she, she just found a... She just found a way to make a lot of money. Seems like a quack doctor. Yeah. I don't know. The way she is and the way she talks, she seems very serious. Yeah. And really believes in everything they say. Wasn't she also a victim of some kind of abduction? Or she had some kind of experience? Yeah. Because this reminds me. Have you seen the TV show People of Earth? No. It's a comedy TV show, which is the, the exact plot of this. Oh. It's like an alien abductees, like a, people have experienced aliens who have a support group. Mm. And one of the ladies is a therapist who, oh, who does okay. like, you know, where she hypnotizes them and asks them to go back to their experience. Mm. It's a really good show because if you research like what people believe in aliens, what kind of aliens they believe in, there's different kinds. There's like three basic ones, mm-hmm. like the long, tall ones that are pale Mm. And looks Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. Then you have the reptiles. And then you have like the shorter aliens with big eyes. Kind of looks like a gray. Uh, but something similar. But this is like the basic types. Mm-hmm. So this TV show has all of these. So it's like a well-researched <laughs> TV show about aliens. Right. And it's it's very funny. And I would really recommend watching it. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds pretty similar to actually. Yeah. So it's probably based on her. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it looks like they actually went and did research on her yeah. to make this TV show. Because she seems like the main char- one of the main characters mm. in the TV show. But it's so convincing when they sit there, these victims, and they, they describe this light that they've seen since they were little. And they see the same... There's a guy who sees a woman, then she brings him to some light, I don't know, some weird places and sticks stuff and sticks him things poor people i mean i'm i'm scared of aliens <laughs> that's my Fire worst in the fear sky. yeah Fire oh in god sky. don't even i watched that quite recently it's quite scary it's really scary and just being i watched it when i was five yeah I can <laughs> it <imagine>. ruined me <laughs> Don't watch Fire in the Sky. But now, obviously, I'm obsessed about aliens and movies about them. So (laughs) So that's all we had for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And next time, we'll be talking more about aliens. And films that traumatized us. Yeah, films that kept us up at night. Left scars in (laughs) our psyche. Both movies that would be traumatized us because they were so bad. But also scary and disturbing. So that's for next episode. 
Join us then. See you then. See you later. See ya.